Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Very excited to kick off 2024, at least here on the program, by talking to our guy Mike Florio. Not only is he the man behind pro football talk, and I think, for my money, the best NFL person media-wise in the country, he is a prolific, I don't know when this guy sleeps, a prolific author, writer, producer of incredible content. And we talked one of the times he was on a few months ago about Father of Mine. It's an excellent mob novel set in 1973. And sources tell me that there's a sequel in the works. Mr. Florio, good morning. When do you, do you are you one of these guys that just like sleeps three hours a night and you're just blessed with that ability? I remember 40 years ago, I would hear about people like George H.W. Bush who only needed to sleep four hours a night thinking, how in the hell can the human body function on four hours of sleep? And as you get older, you realize you just wake up and I'll wake up at 4 a.m. Sometimes I'll I'll sleep when I'm tired. I'll take a nap in the afternoon for an hour. But if I get five at night and one in the afternoon, I can function. And I also work very fast. Now, that may not mean I work very good, but I definitely work very fast. So I never have writer's block. Whenever I have a couple of hours to work on one of my fiction projects, I get the most out of it, and I just jam it and jam it and jam it and then get back to covering football. Man, I wish I had the skill to not need sleep because I don't get much, but I miss it, and I love it. Mike Florio uh, here on the show. Mike, we were talking about, at the start of the show, Aaron Rodgers, his comments uh, directed, his joke, I think, directed at Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel's Obviously a very angry and, I thought, on-point response. I want to ask you about it, but also if you're, if you're inclined, because you have a, a background that few of us do in, in the law, if you could talk to us about whether there is, in fact, any legal jeopardy potentially for Aaron Rodgers, since Kimmel said if he continues, they could debate it in court. Well, there is potential legal jeopardy, even though the standard for defaming a public figure is very high. You have to prove actual malice. And that means you have to prove that the person who said what they said knew it was false or acted with reckless disregard as to whether or not it was true or false. Or you prove actual malice on the part of the person who speaks. And to the extent that there's this back and forth between Kimmel and Rogers, because Kimmel made fun of Rogers last year when he cited the Epstein list as a reason for the government 
putting out information about UFOs as a distraction to the Epstein list. That's how this all got started, as far as I remember. But, yeah, there is a potential problem there for Rogers if he keeps it up. And the other side of this, too, there's some potential palace intrigue here where you've got ABC, late-night, prominent host in Jimmy Kimmel, ESPN, prominent afternoon host, Pat McAfee, guy he pays a million dollars a year to or more to appear weekly on the show, commonly owned by Disney. I guarantee you, if Kimmel said what he said yesterday publicly about this, and we've seen the tweet, and it was a very strong statement and threatened litigation, I guarantee you, Kimmel burned up the phone lines to Bob Iger or somebody else high up at Disney to say, you got to do something about this. You've got to take action. You've got to get Aaron Rodgers off ESPN. He can't be allowed to go on a sister corporation's airwaves and say this kind of stuff about somebody who works for ABC. And I would expect other talent to feel the same way within the same company, under the same umbrella. There needs to be a level of cooperation and collegiality and not taking shots at each other. That's where I think this thing gets interesting, because what does Disney do about it? Do they try to talk Kimmel into letting it go? Do they try to get Rogers to apologize? Do they tell Pat McAfee he can't have Rogers on anymore? And if that happens, what does McAfee do? So there's a lot of tentacles to this that are to be determined. Mike Florio here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. All right, Mike, since we're talking about bad behavior, uh, you got to be careful these days. There's a camera everywhere. You never know not just who's watching but who's recording. David Tepper has not had the world's best season as an owner of an NFL team, and it certainly got a little worse, a little more embarrassing uh, when he seemed to be recorded and then later admitted to to throwing a drink on a fan. I shouldn't laugh. It's such it's such petulant, silly behavior. Uh, what did you make of the episode and of the NFL so-called punishment? Well, and let's think about this in a different context. Let's say you're going shopping today, and I love to go shopping at the grocery store because it is one of the few things in life where you have a list of what you want You go and you get it, you bring it home, you put it away, and it's over. It's nice to have a very discreet thing that you can take care of in an hour or so. So let's say I go to the grocery store today, and the manager throws a cup of water on me or some other liquid. I mean, that's the context that I think a lot of people are missing here. He threw water on a customer or whatever was in that drink. And the idea that he's only going to be fined $300,000 for this with no suspension, no draft picks removed, no real consequence. The guy's worth $20.6 billion. We did the math last night. That's 0.0014% of his entire net worth to fine him $300,000. It's like finding someone worth a million dollars, 14 bucks. And Chris Sims and I were talking about it today on PFG Live. It's like Chris Sims way up. I'll throw a few drinks if it's only $14. Hell, most bars, it would be cheaper to throw the drink on somebody than it would be to buy the drink. So it's it's not a sufficient punishment, and it, it feeds into this idea that there is a double standard. Players get treated one way. Owners get treated another way. And I, I, it's, it's, it's sad. And I think with a guy like Tepper, when we look at how he's behaved and how he just holds on so tight and wants to win so badly and fires coaches left and right, I think it's going to continue, and it's only going to get worse, and there's going to be other examples of things that get him in hot water with the league, especially if the punishment for throwing a drink on a fan, a customer, is only .0014% of his entire net worth. And, and Mike, when you talk about David Tepper tantrum, which is how we're going to refer to him starting now 
uh, on the show, you've also got whatever decision-making went into the reality that Carolina's number one overall pick is actually the Bears' number one overall pick. Whether your own perspective or just a sense of talking to folks, what do you think the Bears do in trying to decide whether or not to get a really nice return for that Carolina pick that's theirs or, conversely, draft somebody and get a really nice pick for their quarterback who's looked better over the, the last several weeks? Or, or dangle that pick and trade down and turn that one all-in lottery ticket into as many lottery tickets as you can in a year where somebody is going to potentially overpay to get Caleb Williams. I think that's the thing we need to keep an eye on. And I think that's the right outcome here. Justin Fields, and to the extent that these draft picks are lottery tickets, and they are, Justin Fields is a lottery ticket that still has some of that silver metallic paint that you haven't completely scratched off. You don't know whether or not it's a winning ticket yet. So why do you want to throw it back and pick up another lottery ticket and start scratching from the very beginning? Fields has shown enough that I think they should give him another year, and I think they should take that number one overall pick and trade it down and get a bunch of picks. And depending upon who you trade it to, you may end up with a number one overall pick next year because that's how they got where they are now. They traded down with the the Panthers, and the Panthers gave up their first-round pick, and the Panthers stunk this year. So now the Bears yet again have the number one overall pick. So I think there's wisdom in taking those draft picks, that high draft pick, and turning it into more stuff and making your team better that way. I, I hope that's what they do for their sake. Whether or not they do it, we'll see. Matt Eberflus talked about Justin Fields as a potential franchise quarterback, and he was somewhat equivocal, and they're going to look at what their options are, et cetera. But I think at the end of the day, the right thing to do is stick with Justin Fields. And this is another thing, too, that I think teams overlook when they make these moves for quarterbacks. The circumstances can put a lot of pressure on a guy. And it's already going to be a lot of pressure to be the number one overall pick. If the Bears throw Justin Fields overboard and take Caleb Williams or Drake May at number one, that's just even more pressure because everything the guy does is going to be compared to whatever Justin Fields had been doing or what he is doing with a new team. Uh, Florio, what a great story Joe Flacco has been, and, and what a surprising story, and, and how good the Browns have looked with him. I think a lot of us thought their season was over when their quarterback season was over. What is the ceiling from your perspective for Flacco and, and Cleveland? I think they go in the Super Bowl. I really do. I, it's going to come down to, hopefully for all of us who like to watch great games, Browns at Ravens in the playoffs at some point. And I think it actually helps the Ravens that the Browns went in there and won great game earlier this year. I think that gets the full focus and attention of the Ravens, and the Ravens are proven when you get their full focus and attention, they're probably going to beat you, and they're probably going to beat you handily. But Browns, Ravens, Joe Flacco going back to Baltimore, I mean, that's what I want in the AFC and in the NFC. I want Matthew Stafford and the Rams. I want Stafford going back to Detroit. A lot of drama over and above the inherent drama of a high-stakes single elimination playoff game. So I think the Browns could, could potentially – pull that inside straight and land in the Super Bowl. And if they get to the Super Bowl, there's a good chance they could win it. But the problem is it's a five seed. They're going to have to go on the road. Unless there's some upsets in the wild card round, six and seven seeds win and then win in the divisional round. I mean, the Browns could host the AFC championship game, but they're going to have to play a couple of games on the road to get this started. Talking to Mike Florio here on CBS Sports Radio. Mike, there, you know nothing is constant but change, and, and, and yet it's so easy to fall into whatever patterns emerge, including, at least for me, the belief that for the rest of my life, for however long Patrick Mahomes played, it would just be a given, at a minimum, the Chiefs would make the AFC Championship game, right? Lock it in. That's what's going to happen. 
Now, it's not like they're out of the playoffs, and their record, at least, if you haven't watched their games, is impressive, but they don't seem to be the same football team. What do you make both of what we have seen from them and what you think we can or will see from them in, in the playoffs? Well, I think we've seen frustration for much of the year, given the fact that they're not what they've been in the past. And I think they finally accepted that they aren't. I think Christmas Day, the game against the Raiders, where they tried to essentially will themselves to be like the teams of the past and the trick play in the shadow of their own end zone that blew up in their faces. I think they accepted after that game, we just have to do what we can do with what we have. We have to color within the lines that we currently have constraining us. And, and now that they're doing that, the question becomes, will the playoff experience that a guy like Mahomes have make a difference when you get into those games where people who don't have the same experience as Mahomes may start tightening up a little bit? That's going to be one of the questions for the Ravens. We saw them as the one seed four years ago. What happened? They got knocked out in the divisional round by the Titans. Will the playoff experience that Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and other members of that roster have make a difference when it's time to win or go home? And, and we'll see. We've seen it before. Teams that have been low seeds have, have gotten hot. And one of the ingredients is a quarterback who isn't flustered by the situation. And, look, the three seed, hell, at least they won the division. They're going to get – a home game in the wild card round. After that, who knows what happens because it depends upon whether or not the two seed wins in the wild card round. They could get two games at home before they'd have to go to Baltimore. They could still get three games at home. Who knows? They've never played a road game in the postseason with Patrick Mahomes as their starting quarterback. I mean, that is amazing, and it could still happen. But even if they have to go on the road, all that playoff experience, I think, is beneficial, and it makes them a team that you can't just overlook and say they're not the same old Chiefs. All they have to do is be the better team for 60 minutes. And they don't have to be the better team. All they have to do is score more points than the other team for 60 minutes in these playoff games. And I think that, that Mahomes is far less likely to freak out than any of the other quarterbacks in the playoff field, except for maybe Joe Flacco. All right, Florio, last one for you. And I know that these, are, these teams are in different conferences, but, but which team do you have more belief in, the, the Dallas Cowboys or the Miami Dolphins, given the fact they're obviously both playoff bound. They've got impressive records, but other than against each other, they have not necessarily looked incredible against winning football teams. Well, even though the Dolphins beat the Cowboys, I've got more faith in the Cowboys because I think there's an issue with the fundamental toughness of the Miami Dolphins. And I, I don't think that I'm, I'm plowing any new ground here and pointing that out. When you lose 56 to 19 with the number one seat on the line and you just look like you got out physical and out muscled by the Baltimore Ravens, that, that's a, that's a red flag. And I just don't think this Dolphins team is going to be able to last long in the postseason unless they dig deep and unless they access a well of just physical brute force toughness that will propel them in the playoffs. And case in point, we were looking at the one handed catch that Isaiah likely made and, and turned it upfield and scored. He gets close to the goal line, and a couple of Dolphins have a chance to, like, knock him out of bounds. And it's like they're playing two-hand touch. And, and all I can do is say what I see. Like, you've got to have a greater sense for the physicality. You've got to have a greater embrace for the physicality of the game if you're going to win games in January, especially if you have to go on the road. Mike Florio, as always, my friend, it, it is wonderful to have you on the show. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great holidays. Thank you for the perspective. Good luck with the sequel, and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. 
Thank you, pal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 